All right, man. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Jalen Gasper, and of course, this is E2, <laughs> educating and entertaining. And as always, let me tell you about my best friend, Andre Jackson Raxon. Always stay packing because he is Muslim. <laughs> Introduce I, yourself, son. I am not Muslim for the umpteen time. I'm just a regular. I prefer to say non-denominational. Christian, you know, but uh, hey guys, it's here, E2, you know, we have a special guest that I'd like to introduce, Latin X. I'd like to let him actually introduce himself and, you know, give us a run through of who he is. Yeah, my name is Latin X, um, that's my name, that's the name I go by because I am the voice behind the movement. I seek to enlighten, you know, the Latin X community and just be that you know, that light that, that shines on, you know, these dark times. So, I mean, I guess my goal is the same as y'all's, and that's to educate and entertain. And <laughs> I, I like that we have, get to have a new perspective here, you know, for the past couple of episodes. Well, really since the inception of this show, we've been given, hopefully, an unbiased opinion, but specifically now, a more black opinion. And now <laughs> yeah. we have an opportunity to see from uh, another minority or uh possibly in, uh, impacted race or a group of people who've been impacted by the imperialist society that would, has dominated society for the past centuries. And <laughs> this is a good, you know, different perspective to have on the show today. Jalen, what do we have in store? Would you like to share with the people today? Okay, today is going to be a real fun episode. Um, Latinx is going to be with us. Um, for our new series, we're going to be doing this throughout the podcast. Of course, we're going to be dropping little series, you know, throughout every updated show. Um, and this series is going to be called Real or Bull. Real or Bull. Basically, we take conspiracy theories, popular conspiracy theories, and debunk them or support them. You know, and of course, us being from different backgrounds and us having different opinions, we're going to run into some disagreements, maybe into some agreements. And I just really think this is fun because we're really going to just take episodes and split them into categories. So today we're going to have to get the boring cliche stuff out the way. But before we even touch that, before we even touch that, we got to talk about, bro. Andre, what's wrong with your man Kanye West? Oh, well, apparently, you know... I woke up today, I didn't think anything was going to happen. We were just going to record the episode. But literally, <laughs> within minutes before we decide to start, Kanye West is out there talking about slavery. Just because it existed and happened in America for 400 years, it had to have been a choice by the African slaves that somehow uh, connected to what you know Kanye West always likes to talk about, how people are oppressing themselves and we need to be free thinkers and have free thought. The free thoughts that came to Kanye was that somebody had to have been in a mental prison, which obviously has some truth in what slavery was and what uh, high conditioned black people. But the purely surface level statements that you're making are not only obviously uh, hurtful to black people and hurtful to fans who've you know been a fan of this guy for almost a decade and a half, almost two decades. But it's also obviously uneducated. You haven't really delve deep into what you're trying to speak about and it's just coming off as rantings and ravings of a obviously detached uh superhero who he was to a lot of people because people love the hell Kanye as a genius but obviously he's detached so far from society that he, we can't even properly connect anymore 
I don't think he's detached from society. I just think he's detached from reality. I mean, <laughs> the dude's off, off, off you know, I, he's I, out I, of his mind. I mean, the, the, the man has money, and it's still costing him a lot to be a free thinker. You know, he has it all wrong. Yeah, he, he does, man. And it's just crazy how his philosophy has changed from, uh, let's say, uh, late registration or graduation where he speaks on things such as CIA implanting AIDS and, you know, just... Or go back to the George Bush hates black people comment. Yes, and and then we just get here. We just get here. Like, I don't know. Kardashian curse? Or what, what is this? He's, like, he's in the sunken he's place. In, yeah, I was about to say that. So, he's but, in the sunken place. But what is the sunken Oh, I feel like we need to one day just have a separate episode yeah, to the definition is. of what the sunken place is. And how Kanye West so aptly just represents that. Nah, yeah. I feel like if there was ever anybody to use that joke for, Kanye West is the man. Yeah, but before before we move on to the next news, but I do have to we do have to debunk what he said, and well, what he said was why he's wearing these magna, maga hats, uh, make America great again hats. Uh, he's been he said that you know slavery was a choice, and you know a lot. I like to just comment and say a lot of uh, uh, arguments. Uh, the argument is proposed a lot that you know well yeah you know when you when. To, uh, when you start with the Portuguese, they first, you know, got slaves out of, you know, trades with other African nations. Yes, this is true, but you got to understand that during the Colombian exchange, that started becoming a part of trade. So they just started taking Africans uh, uh, unwillingly. Yes. Un like, so like for this, this notion that slavery has always just been African prisoners. No, it, it it probably started, and it didn't even really start like that, but it probably started like that with the Portuguese, but then it created an imperialistic mindset because of our different pigmentation. So they could see that, oh, these black people are supposed to be our slaves. And so that's when the Colombian exchange implemented slave trade. That from, you know, slave from uh, Africa all the way to the colonial Americas. Yes. Yeah, so that, that's... that's so that, that, that kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this series, it's called uh, American Gods. Uh, and so there's yeah there's this character uh, they call him Mr. Nazi and he's practically depicting the African god Anansi and so he goes on a rant. He's Usurian? On, what? Usurian? Uh, Eurobian? Uh, is he part of Usurian pantheon? I, I would have to check back to see exactly what pantheon, but uh, what he says. It's really impactful. You could really Google this and see his whole ranting. I'm just paraphrasing right now. But he's on a slave ship and he's talking to his slaves. And he's saying the moment these people, you know, decided that they were white and that we were black is the moment they wrote history. And I think that's completely true. Yeah, because like nobody thought of race as a thing. That that, that was completely thought of by the European man. And that that's why uh, I feel... Black people uh, have a foothold or a, a foundation to speak about slavery and why it uh, American slavery, you know, in the Americas and you know, ch chattel slavery was such so much different from previous slaveries that because I mean it predates to Rome, it predates to Greece, exactly Greece, you know, Egypt, exactly the Egyptians, and but the that Hebrews. was more of a status thing or yeah. where you were just in society. Anybody could have become a slave, but it only started once the Europeans 
that came to Africa and negative stereotypes like, you know, blacks or, you know, Africans are built for uh, outside work. You know, their muscles, that, that's where uh, the European man started convincing themselves, the rich ones to the white ones, and then all of them to the black ones that, you know, this is what you're supposed to be. This is the difference between us and this is the difference, you know, with y'all. You know, y'all are for outside work. We're the thinkers, you know. Yeah. And when you're in that position and, you know, Europeans got in that position, it is true they were allowed to write history. You know, the winner, the victor is, you know, whose pen is on the paper. Ooh, man, that, that, that definitely should be it. And, and I do think that, that mentioning that fed news is what leads us to, you know, the, the main portion of this episode of free thinking. <laughs> free no. theoretical thinking uh something uh pre-socratic uh we <laughs> we think on reason uh so let, let let's just get this game of ruler bull started uh what would be our first ruler bull uh, i guess we could talk about uh how do you guys feel about 9-11 was that something that was uh, staged by the american government or did osama bin laden and uh what was it? Five other Afghanistan? Because uh, they were yeah, Afghanistan. yeah, yes. uh, a part of the Al Qaeda, uh, Al Qaeda um, organization. Of course, everybody knows what perceived to happen on our eleven, but did it really happen that way? What was America involved? Cesar, uh, Latinx, please tell us. <laughs> Man, y- y'all probably gonna think I'm, I'm. That should go to sleep. Then too, too woke for for my own good, but. I think it was staged. I mean, you look back. Whoa, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, bro, cut the tape. We're supposed to all agree that 9-11 was real. Okay, that was one thing we, we just scripted. Yeah, I, but don't, I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know where he's coming from. <laughs> what, what, what you saying, bro? Please explain. I mean, if you look back, uh, it's just, I don't know if it's mere coincidence. But if you really dig, you, you start seeing that uh, the person... One of the buildings that went down, the person that, that owned one of the buildings. Told you this. I, I, yeah, one of the buildings took out insurance policy. So I can explain to him because y'all just both saying, oh yeah, I told you. Uh, it says days I, or weeks yeah, before yeah. it happened. He was weeks, oh, like a week before it happened. A week before it happened. He took out an insurance policy. But I mean, the same thing could be debated that, A, even though he took out an insurance policy on the building a week before, I mean, so you got to get insurance on the building, right? Like, you you eventually got it. So what if that was just mere coincidence? I feel if you combine, you know, with people who do believe that 9-11 stage, if you combine, combine that with other variables and stuff that happened, like, you know, people who quote the specs of that uh, building and the type of steel was used that uh, the force, the impact and the temperature that jet fuel burns at shouldn't have been able, shouldn't have been enough to make the building fall, you know, and then people who talk about how the building fell in such a free fall, uh, you know, act that being hit where it was hit, it would have toppled over instead of essentially free falling where people believe that they put uh, explosives, explosives at, at the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah, I heard about them putting I don't know. I think time will tell exactly what happened because for right now we're just assuming out of out of what has been said. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's many conspiracy theories out there that have been debunked. There's been many conspiracy theories that have been proven. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of time until we realize what category 9-11 fits into. And it might be in our time. It might be until we're gone, but 
we can't really for sure say what happened. Only the people that were there could say what happened. Yeah, and but I do feel like whatever you believe when it comes to 9-11, uh, particularly if it was staged by American government, I do believe that uh, indirectly... Uh, America did cause 9-11. Indirectly. We could say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's proven. You know, you know. Yeah, it was indirectly because, you know, when you think about Osama bin Laden, he yes. was breaded by the American government. You know, most CIA of... CIA operative. Yes, a CIA operative. He was also um, rumored to be a, a LSU exchange, foreign exchange student while he was out here. So, yeah, LSU in Baton Rouge. So, it, it, we were really just... A couple hours from here right now. Yeah, just a couple hours from where we live. So... Yeah, that's one thing. No matter what you say, indirectly, America did cause not only. Um, that's the other episode. But what about the most, for all my woke people out here, we, we got to do this. Real or bull? Now, this is the most speculated theory of all time. Beyonce in it, Jay-Z in it, everybody in it. But real or bull, does the Illuminati exist? And what part do they play in our society? Just my quick opinion. The Illuminati does exist historically, absolutely. Does it have anything to do with celebrities? At least the ones that are on the TV screen? Absolutely not. Oh, oh no, no, no. I, I think that that the Illuminati... Is, is it real? Like, like he said, um, I think it is. Historically, it is. Uh, even in modern times, I do think it is. But to the extent that many people put it, that these people... Are individuals who sold their soul to the devil to make it big. I, I, I that's where I draw the line. And I believe that we really don't know who the Illuminati is. We only assume. Um, but my assumption, this is just me right now, is that the Illuminati, you know, they work in shadows. So we don't know what who they are, what their agenda really is. Because I mean, if we're gonna get deep into the whole uh, conspiracy theory, we you know, ultimately believe that the Illuminati is trying to stage, you know, a, a one world government. Yeah, new world order. New world order. So, to say the, the very least, it does it does exist. Now, we it all comes back to what we said about nine eleven. We'll never truly know what it's all about or how much of it is true. But I I could agree with you know with most people it does exist somewhere out there and. There is an agenda, but we just don't know what that agenda might be. Exactly. And and just to do, when, when Andre was saying uh, in history that, yeah, they do exist. Remember that the Illuminati was created as the Enlightened Ones. It was a group of scientists who wanted to practice their science um, outside of the church because the church was hindering them from uh, practicing a lot of uh, revolutionary um, scientific, um, not even practices, but just scientific discoveries. And so... From then on, they were called the Enlightened Ones. And then throughout history, you know, I guess they've just been, uh, they, for some reason, a lot of people put their ties to um, Freemasonry. And um, I, I think we, as as a, a population, we are intrigued in, into secret societies. We want to believe that someone's We got a fetish for them, bro. Yeah. We, we just we, can't we, say that this happened organically. Yeah. I mean, uh, th that's a completely different, that's a completely different, you know. Uh, topic for a completely different episode, but uh, to say the very least, I do think that some things are controlled, but to see that every single thing on this world is controlled is, is 
reaching too. Oh, too okay. Far. So if the Illuminati is real, let me ask you guys that. If the Illuminati is real, what type of spectrum do you think they're on? Do you think they're on an entertainment uh, spectrum, or do you think they're on a spectrum of like uh, the skulls and bones of Rockefeller? Or, you know, they're just this secret rich organization that we're never really going to know anything about. <laughs> okay, so so this brings me to to one of the shows that I watch. Uh, you know, religiously, because it just entertained me. I don't know if y'all have seen it. Uh, Timeless. Uh, is that, it's on Netflix, right? I think. Uh, yeah, I do think it's on Netflix. I've and, seen it. And Timeless yeah. is it's practically about a group of time travelers that go back in time uh, to try to stop a um, to try to stop a time terrorist who's trying to disrupt how history went. And and within this story, there's a group called Rittenhouse. And not to you know put any spoilers, but even in the media, we, we tend to fetishize these these uh, societies. We, like I said, we want to believe that someone's pulling levers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, we want to believe that somehow you know that all of this chaos doesn't happen organically. But like I said, topic for another episode. I do think that that some of this stuff does happen organically. I think it's a part of life. It's part of how the universe works. I mean, this, this goes back to the start of time itself. Uh, it all started with chaos. Is it going to end in chaos? We don't know. But in between, that's all. We'll ever, that's chaos theory yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but I do think that sometimes we tend to fetishize and want to kind of see uh, the little quote that, that I remember when I was big onto this whole Illuminati stuff. We want to see clouds, shapes in the, in the clouds. When they don't have shapes at all, it's it's comforting. You know? It's comforting, you know. We want to think that oh, you know, all these people died in in God knows where, you know. And we want to believe that someone was at fault. We don't want to believe that it all, you know, just kind of had to happen or just happened. Yeah, you know? we always want to put our reason into everything so we can find the final solution to it. Yeah, yeah, like 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 you said, it's comforting. It's comforting, you know. We. We want, we don't want to, to uh, give off to the belief that, you know, like I've previously stated numerous times, that we, we want to believe that there's some control to, to what's going on. We don't want to say that we, that everything is out of our control. We want to manipulate the narrative as to how, why things happen. <laughs> you hear a story about uh, soldiers being killed and uh, it's, it's war, you know, that's, Things that are happening, but it's a whole lot more comforting to push the narrative that the government is so evil that we're out there for the wrong reason or something. You know, it's it's, it's uh, terrible to truly believe that uh, five or six individuals could hijack a plane and fly it into a building. You know, something in America, something uh, so big as New York City. Yeah. But you know what it is is that that happened. It's 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 more comforting to believe that the government set it up. You know, because then it makes sense. Then uh, what's the next place that this could happen at instead of living every day believing that this could just happen today? You know, you know, it's like better devil you know than devil you don't, you know. <laughs> and you'd rather believe in something that you could create instead of you don't know the answer. You know, it, yeah. that ignorance breeds fear. And, and wow, you, you guys are really speaking at this episode and, and I really love it. And hey, it. it that, that I, I really, you know, agree with you guys when it comes to uh, conspiracy theories such as uh, secret organizations, you know, and, and do they exist or not? I feel like, you know, a lot of times we just want to come up with these, you know, 
these things, uh, these theories, uh, doctrine by our self reason, our self research, you know, to, to even sometimes, uh, inhale our arguments, you know, about, you know, the, uh, government being corrupt or the government being an oppressor, a nonstop big brother, you know, type thing. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely vibe with you guys, but I feel like one of my favorite type of conspiracy, conspiracies to really get into are dun dun dun. Assassination theories. In saying that, we got to look at the biggest assassination theory of all time. What do you think? And this this one theory itself has so many things tied like tied to it. So many conspiracy theories tied to it that it's it's more than ten. I can't even count it on my hands, bro. But real or bull? Did America stage the JFK assassination? And if they didn't, did uh, Oswell kill JFK? I feel to say America, it's just as a whole, that's wrong. You know, because that always try, ties back to that uh, uh, conspiracy crap where, you know, it's just easier to believe America did it. I believe that the CIA did that because yeah. like JFK was saying before he was assassinated, he intended to shed light on shadowy organizations within our government. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's that's where where, where I was going uh, at. You know, when I was going to answer this, it's funny. Not funny. I, I don't like to put a sense of humor to it, but but it's just weird, strange, not a coincidence that JFK assassinated after a speech in which he says secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and secret proceedings. Mm. I don't think it was Lee Harvey Oswald. I, I think it was the CIA themselves. They they knew that JFK, you know, not not glamorizing this this man, thinking that he was the best president in the world or in history, but out of all the presidents, we could say that JFK was amongst very few, very select that actually wanted to do something for the average yeah. American. So, what well, he he was yeah. fighting against it. You want to believe it, uh, a, like a deep state, a deeply embedded uh, government, and he was trying to con not conceal. He was trying to open up that light onto that. And so, you know, he said too much and. Lo and behold, his his brains got all scrambled up. Yeah. Um, Jackie O, unfortunately, oh, yeah. and and he's one of my favorite presidents to uh really um and and like you kind of uh set the umbrella term to why I loved him so much. But um really, when you just focus on the main thing, you know, he was out of the few presidents of the time, really the only one. He um really shed light on the people of color. You know, he, he was he, he was the first president to, you know, accept the words of Martin Luther King. He, hey. he was a Republican, but he was ex extremely, for his time, progressive. Well, JFK was a Democrat. He, he was a Democrat. Yes, actually, JFK's last term was the last time Texas was ever blue. That, After that, Texas was never blue again. I just learned. Thank you for sharing that. I, I always thought that he was a Republican. No, nah, he, uh, he, he, was, he was a Democrat. But, like, the thing is... He, to, after uh, his election, Texas was never blue again. No, no, no president has ever won Texas. That's no Democratic president has ever won. Oh wait, what, what's that? Nineteen? What was it like? Nineteen sixty? 
So yeah, I think he was assassinated in Yeah, he was assassinated in '63. He uh, was, uh, I think, he was three years or two years into his term. But I mean, oh, the logistics is besides the point. I feel like uh, JFK was um, really targeted yeah, by our government because of um, his um, his different. Uh, not only wanting him to expose secret organizations, but him just really being for people. He was the first president that people could chill like felt like they're normal with. Actually, you know, it was um, actually documented that the first you know uh, presidential debate, which was on uh, that was on TV. Um, when he went to, went against Nixon, it was it was such a funny statistic because people who listened to it on the radio thought Nixon won, but when you look at the percentage of people who thought uh, Kennedy won, everybody thought Kennedy won when, if you looked at it on TV. But just because of his, you know, his his, his 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 he has like such a like this common poise to him that people really like, and now we expect that out of a lot of other politicians. That I feel like that's one reason why you know. Uh, the the white American demographic appealed to Obama so much because he had that same poise. But regardless, yeah, I feel like the government killed JFK because he was for black people and for all the colored people. That's how I feel. And, and so very radical. Oh but. yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so this this leads to to one of the quotes that that I uh, formulated. And when it comes to to believing in conspiracy theories. Um, it's not bad in itself to believe in them. In fact, the, the quote goes something like this. Uh, to truly know, you have to believe in anything, everything, and nothing all at once. And that sounds like a contradiction, but it's not really. It's like you have to be open to possibilities. But when is too much, you know too much um there's a lot of people that that delve into you know all these conspiracy theories and they just go crazy yeah they start thinking that everyone's against them oh, yeah. uh, everyone and you, it kind of goes back to uh, the gun debate and, and it's funny when you think about people who don't really support uh, gun reform or gun control it's it's there's a demographic of you know the same demographic of you know people who support Trump, but there's also a strong demographic of people who don't want gun reform and gun uh, control because of the fact that they're so scared of the government. I feel like conspiracy just leads, leaps you into this uh, pool of fear, oh, you know, yes. because like Mark Twain said, you know, with knowledge comes fear, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the illustration of, you know, when you're a baby, you know, you're not afraid to touch the hot pan at first. But after you touch the hot pan and you see that you get hot, you're going to be afraid every time that hot pan is on because you're going to be like, okay, I got to watch out for that. But as a baby, before you knew about that hot pan, you weren't afraid of anything. And I feel like when you dive yourself into all these conspiracy theories and all these man-made knowledge or man-made reason, you, you really just end up scaring yourself. You end up looking at everything, paranoia. Oh, yeah, you, you get afraid of your very own shadow. Yeah, you was, you was like, man, oh, my God, the, the, the government, they put they putting brainwashing stuff in our toothpaste. So, like, I can't even brush my teeth with Colgate. Oh, or, or, you know, not not to sound sensitive, but this is just a very, very popular joke on, on the Internet. It's like, oh, the government's putting a... Putting chemicals in, in, in the water to make frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, how stupid does that sound? Like 
that's the extent to which people go to whenever they delve deep into all of this. It, it's, it's about passion, and it's about, uh, I feel sometimes uh, people have a bit of a uh, ego or a complex to where uh, believing in a conspiracy makes you feel more intelligent because you feel like you're alone. And, and that's what we're, we're, we're trying to get to, you know, roller bull. Some people like to take that bull by the horns and ride it all the way. <laughs> and so when is like like when is being woke bad? Like when does it become a problem? And, and and like like previously mentioned, it's when you start believing you're some kind of of godsend that you have yeah. the knowledge that no one else has, and that everyone should listen to you, or that you start looking down at people who don't see things the way you do, and you start thinking, oh, this. Just like like your boy Kanye, oh, you know, we need to, you know, you need to stop being, uh, you know, you need to be a free thinker, you know, all that stuff. It's all uh, baloney, and I feel, in my opinion, the worst thing is not being educated. It's misinformation. Oh misinformation yeah, misinformation is one of the most dangerous things. Period. And right now in today's world, where we're so connected easily by the internet, by social media, so easily to spread false info that exactly. it could take five years. You made it in 30 seconds, but it'd take five years for somebody to realize what you told them was, wasn't even the truth. And so, uh, I mean, you have people out here, you know, afraid of, like I said, their own reflection, their own shadows, things they eat because they think the government is, like, poisoning it or somehow. <laughs> I think that that's exactly, you know, when it becomes too much. When, when you yeah. practically give up control of your life to these ideas and think that someone else manipulates all this stuff for you. But, I mean, I feel like the, just the concept of conspiracy theories existing is be, just because we don't, it, it goes back to history. We don't pri to prioritize our history. You know, we just, you know, like uh, it kind of went on earlier with uh, Andre was saying, you know, one demographic really ruled, uh, you know, mankind for, you know, millennia now, multiple millennia. And so it, it, it became whoever was the victor was the one who pinned history. So... Sometimes the victor isn't always right. Just because you're, you, 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 you're, you were able to oppress that another people doesn't mean you have the absolute doctrine of what happened. So, exactly. So now we're just thrusted into like everything is theorized. Like, okay, this might have happened or this might have happened or no, this is what really happened. We, if we look at marginalized cultures and we focus on cultures who didn't, don't really have a chance to speak, let's listen to them. Let's listen. And, and I guess that's, Really, my argument about conspiracy theories and how they're made in the first place is because we don't accurately prioritize our history right. We just go to what's in the textbooks instead of, you know, actually looking at every side. It's like Cesar say, being an open mind to everything. And this, uh, there's a bit of a devil's advocate that can be played here because, I mean, with the idea of conspiracy theories, there always they always exist for a reason. There is mm -hmm. always some dirty, mucky truth. At, at the bottom. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, you could say that believing the government is uh, just this complete, absolute shadowy government is a bit crazy, but there are organizations within our government, let's say there are people who were uh, president or FBI director within certain periods of time when disgusting, murky things did happen, and yeah. that's true. You yeah. know, it, it just, you can't never, you, you can never paint things with such a broad brush. Uh, the 
minute details are always important because while they they make things seem more rather you know because they are you know it's it's better to have the truth and uh sure it may invalidate any conspiracy theory that you personally have but it's not the absolute uh surface truth that the government gave you you know and i feel like you got you got to tiptoe carefully with that because you can't be too on the nose and say that conspiracy theories aren't aren't real in general because then you seem like you're uh, a bit uh you're a zombie where you believe everything you're force fed but on the other side you can't be willing to believe that anything's possible because you do look foolish you can't be exactly. wrong. you can't be naive that's what everybody was willing to believe well not everybody because i'm pretty sure a bit of it was a joke but people thought the world was going to end in 2012 or are we still alive <laughs> you know people thought we were going to die on y2k you know what i'm saying but we're still here not too not too Long ago, people thought that you know aliens were going to come invade in April 18th. Yeah, I was, I, I've seen that. And, and so, I mean, there's a spectrum when it comes to conspiracy theories. You have, you have on one end the spectrum of, you know, lizard people running, <laughs> and then on the other end of that spectrum, we have. You know, the belief that, you know, elections are fixed and that was proved to be true True. in the previous election whenever a lot of people were wanting Bernie to to be a candidate for the Democratic Party. And then all those emails got leaked and you saw that the Democratic uh, Party really forced the candidate. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're trying to give. Yeah, they forced Hillary Clinton on this, bro. They 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 forced. So so there, you see that that it was all fixed, and you know, at the end of the day, that's when you know they they shut down our opinion, and that's why a lot of people uh, didn't even show up to the elections because I mean, and they took those options from us. That that's true. And that's the line I want to be drawn or that we can walk where you can't say don't vote because uh, yeah. the, the president is already picked. You know what I'm saying? Don't say that. But on the other hand, other hand, do understand that these the DNC, that the RNC can be corrupted, that, you know, we should absolutely do away with super PACs. I don't want yes. people donating so much money to candidates because that's how you can sway an election. That's exactly. how you can get put people in power. It's not just some people behind the government who's been behind the government for a decade, for centuries, Are, are you going to put $5 in to bring that lawsuit up? Because, I mean, Citizens United was a lawsuit that made super PACs possible. You'd have to create a completely new, different lawsuit against, the, you know, whatever, the government to do away with that, so... That that that's the kind of things I'd like people to be involved in and know about. Informed and yes, and woke about <laughs> instead of just believing that. Uh, let's say the the government's corrupt or whoever you know, and then just don't participate in it. Like these things are fixable; they have solutions and uh, stuff like these. Whatever conspiracy theory you believe can could could have been prevented, can be changed, and make sure that they do not happen again. And uh, you just got to pay attention. To the shit that you believe, the things that you look up, and if you see something, double check it, double check it, double triple check, check it. Look at all sides of that one. Never difference. be afraid to challenge your your ideologies. own ideologies. Thank you. Say that again. Never be afraid to to challenge your own ideologies. And I'm pretty sure I'm speaking to my Latinx community out there. We are born 
and molded into tradition. And if you deviate from it, you're one you're deemed as one of the worst people possible. Don't let them tell you what to believe in. You know, seek your own truth, you know. Don't be afraid to pave your own way, to think the way you want to think. That is absolutely true. And even, hell, even if it uh disagrees with what we've been saying, you know. Uh, I don't think we're the most intelligent people on the planet, oh, no. but we do have, uh, I guess, convictions and, uh, you know, how we view the world uh, that leads us to believe the things that we believe and the things that we argue on the show. But more than anything, I think out of all of us would want to convey the message that to just consistently challenge yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. if you challenge yourself, that leads to growth. And, and, that, and if and your purpose is not to grow, then what purpose yeah, are you serving? Exactly, wasting your time. And it'll make a liberator out of you. It, it'll make someone who's not focused on my comfortability. It will be someone who uh, understands other cultures, who... Uh, who's open to other cultures, you know, I feel like that's the main reason why you see a lot of people definitely in the black culture being so resented towards gay people, you know, is because of these tradition, like Cesar was saying, this tradition that was, you know, even in our culture, you know, ingrained, uh, in, in, engraved in us. So I feel like you do have to come with an open mind, open mind of reason, uh, understanding all sides. Don't be afraid. Like I'll, I'll tell this to my friends all the time. Being right does not make you feel good. It's not supposed to make you feel good. Right and wrong isn't defined by how you feel. If I feel uncomfortable uncomfortable by somebody's actions, that does not make their actions wrong or right. It just means that this person not for you. Exactly. Wrong and right are two different things that are equally defined. Wrong is wrong and right is right. But it's not defined by your comfortability or you know how you feel about a situation. It's not. So always open your mind and think with reason, open sides, always look at every side of the puzzle and try to understand everyone, even if it's hard at times, you know, because me as a black man, it's hard for me to understand the views of a conservative, you know, man. Yeah, uh, just like uh, we're, we're all pretty liberal and stuff. We probably would, wouldn't be affected by any kind of gun control. We probably don't care. Do anything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in my per that's my personal opinion. But uh, to say that this is America, I'm perfectly fine with people owning guns, even though I don't personally like guns. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the mindset that people need to, you know, relay and apply to everything in your life. You know, everything you may not personally like, but this ain't your personal world. Exactly. You know, we all Everybody. coexist with, uh, within uh, uh, society that we all share. and In a beautiful society that preaches, you know, all cultures are equal. No, there's no absolute doctrine, you know, so never feel like how you feel is absolute. Know that when you go to a bigger city, yes, you're going to have people who look different than you. You're going to have people who talk different than you. You're going to have people who view things different than you. It's okay. It doesn't mean that they're trying to take your jobs. It doesn't mean that they're trying to take your way of thinking away. It just means that they're different people. That's it, man. And I think that's where we get caught up about being too woke a lot of times. And and I guess that's one thing about being too woke. Another thing that's really toxic about being too woke, it causes dissension more than oh, anything. Oh, definitely. Like I said, it, it causes you to lose grip of, of reality. You start, like I said, going all back to the beginning. It, it makes you look like a Kanye out here. 
Unfortunately, <laughs> that if you asked me that or said that around me five years ago, Who I would what the hell you were talking about. But now it is evident in everything that he does, every move that he makes, and every time that he opens his mouth, that he is sipping his own juice, and that juice yeah. is well, that's juice his own cola, his own pee. Because Andre, I said Andre, yeah, yeah Andre. Kanye and Andre just be feeling themselves all the time. Drinking your own piss. That's what the old folks used to say. Like, boy, you drinking your own piss? I'm like, what does that mean? This is 2018, and I ain't never heard that. Oh, old folks, you be around. You never heard that, bro? That's crazy. I'm sure, man. It's like when you being too cocky and stuff. Yeah, whatever you say, bro. Boy, you say, Andre, you drinking your own piss now, boy. I think... That's about all the conspiracies we have for today, right? Yeah, that's really all the conspiracies we have for today. And like I said, this is going to be a, an episode that's going to be a series on this um, podcast. And just tell us what you think about it. Tell us the um, conspiracies that you guys want to send in and every, everything. But before we even go, before we try to wrap it up, uh, we have a, a question, an anonymous question uh, from one of my friends uh, he sent in. And his question was, why are minority groups misrepresented in the media? Do anybody want to start on that? Uh, as, uh, minority groups are misrepresented, I feel personally, because uh, they're not the ones in power representing them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I studied communication, I'm minoring communication, and we've just started... Not started, but we just talked about representation in media last week. And just like Andre said, um, the people in charge aren't people of color. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you can't be upset. Well, I mean, you absolutely can be upset. You know, it's obvious, you know, just in my opinion, that th that's what's going to happen when people who don't look like me are trying to represent me or trying to, or I'm trying to look for myself in a society or, you know, in uh, organizations or in movies or in televisions that aren't made by people who look like me and personally aren't made for me. It may exactly. be made for me for my, uh, for me as a consumer solely to get my money, but it's not made to represent things that look like me or that, that uh, I can identify with. And if we want to change that, we just have to cons consistently advocate for advocate for us being put in, uh, let's say, movies that we want to see. Or in, uh, I think the solution is much more than advocating. The solution is we need to write our own material. We need to direct. And that's crazy. We, need to, we we need to to encourage uh, content creating within our community instead of discouraging it. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know. As well as in your community, as my community, uh, people don't really put importance to you know the arts or the humanities. They actually look down on that. You know, they they think we're gonna end up flipping burgers or or, or being a janitor, <laughs> exactly. mopping floors, or a ball player. Or yeah, uh, a but, but I think we need to encourage more kids to be more open about their creativity and and what really you know makes them uh feel more creative and what what they want to do it yeah makes them feel more than artistic because we, we have so many artistic you know people in, in in the minority community that 
all of our kids are talented. We don't know who's writers. We don't know who's producers. We don't know who's directors of projects. But, you know, I feel like... We won't figure out. We won't figure out. Unless, unless we, we encourage them. And it's funny because the guy who sent this question um, also um, wanted us to uh, try to make an episode to focus more in uh, why are we misrepresented in anime. And I feel like in anime, that's the main reason why we're misrepresenting anime. It's because of the fact that we don't encourage a lot of our anime black authors, you know. So, well, I, personally, I feel like, I mean, to say that you, anime isn't even American. It's, it know, is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, if, are you, is he talking about, like, misrepresented or just underrepresented? Where he uh, underrepresented, okay, yeah. Even then, you would say that uh, Asian countries are incredibly isolated, you know, from... Mm-hmm the western world that we live in so you know caricatures or you know just stereotypic viewings of black people let's see like Mr. Popo and Dragon Ball and other <laughs> yeah, characters yeah, that yeah. were in Dragon Ball that were black that had the you know the typical stereotypical big, big lips, lips yeah. you know probably an afro or incredibly dark but uh to you know combat stuff like that it's like Latinx said you you just need to promote that type of stuff within the community and support it. I feel like we never rarely support things. Hashtag support support your, your local artists. Yeah, man, support an artistry being on all spectrums. Not oh. only your fake local rapper, but your local painter, your local um, writer. writer, your local you know, script writers, playwrights. You know, we need to dispel the idea that uh, getting that uh, getting it from somebody within your community is going to be of a lesser value than getting it from a white person. Because exactly. I feel like that's that's thought by a lot of us, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, that uh, if you really want something to get done or done the right way, go to somebody who's most likely white. I don't think it's because we think white people are just so much better. I just think because they've been able to establish society where it's at and be connected in everything where, you know, any type of... Uh, uh, vocation or job or you know a lane that you want to get in is most likely already been established by a white person so that idea that if I want the right thing if I want the proper uh, movie being made if I want the proper food place or I want the proper painter or I want the pro- proper uh, clothes designer I mean how many clothes people who rap and make music and name drop all these white brands but how many black kids in the community probably try to be fashion designers and they get shunned they don't get supported you know exactly. uh, people always talk about the Mona Lisa how come we don't talk about you know a bunch of more black artists and Basquiat shit like that exactly oh, beautiful way beautiful way to wrap it up um, do, do you feel any more about anything uh, want to elaborate more on that a question uh, Lady X um <laughs> Uh, you know these people when you gotta chill out. Yeah, our producer. But no, no, just 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 be open. Just be open to to anything, everything, and nothing. You know, just that's just the mantra of life. You know, not just of, of representation in media, but also in what you believe. And just be a free thinker. I feel like that. That's where Kanye gets it wrong. He he, he has <laughs> the surface, but he's just completely miss you know doing it he's missing the whole point but yeah that's for an entirely series of episodes and, and that's a yes do you guys want us to make a, a sunken place uh episode matter of fact just send in your episode ideas period you know there's a theory that Kanye is a clone we will talk about and it and send in your ever please send in your questions you know like subscribe to the podcast on apple music favorite it if you're on anchor 
you know, subscribe if you're on Google Play, and please continue to send in questions and send in episodes idea, ideas of what you guys want us to talk about. And if that'll be all, uh, adios, guys. Well, I, I wanted to see if you guys had anything to say. I mean, uh, I was just. I, I mean, that, I mean, that's that's about it. Well, usually our host usually signs us off. So, thank you guys for joining the show, man. <laughs> Yo, you uh, are you guys dog. drive safe? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, we're gonna, gonna be back it. next week, same time. New episode coming. Stay tuned. Thank you guys. Love you.